Hey there, we're Chris and Melissa Smith of FamilyBrand.com, husband and wife, parents of five, and we want to help you unleash the power of your family. And we know it can be so challenging raising a family where the return on investment is unmeasured and sometimes it feels like your efforts are completely unnoticed. It takes real courage and commitment and a long-term vision for what you are building. You're building a family. And as entrepreneurs, we always think it's so interesting how your brand at home is the one that you think about the least. But at the end of your life, it will be the brand that matters the most. And look, none of us want to wake up one day feeling like, man, we missed it. Like we missed this opportunity to create something really amazing as a family. So what you can expect from us are actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a better parent, a better spouse, and to build a stronger family. The world needs strong families now more than ever, and it starts right here with your family. Hello, everyone. It's a good day for Melissa and I. Not too long ago today, we skunked our boys in pickleball. 11 nothing, And we're here pretty competitive in this family, as we've talked about on past podcasts. We never beat them 11 nothing. No. In fact, they beat us the game before that. But Yeah, they're starting to get, I don't know if I could admit this publicly, publicly, but they're probably starting to get better than us. But there's a really fun celebration that happens every year in this town we live in towards the end of July. And they have like a family rodeo and a parade, and pickleball tournaments. So Melissa and I are signed up in the 49 and under mixed doubles. <laughs> then our boys are signed up. Uh, so it's it's go time here in the Smith family. We're ordering newer paddles. Chris thought it would be a good idea to sign us up for a pickleball tournament. We don't really, I mean, we know how to play pickleball. We got a net during uh, quarantine 2020. We got a net that just happened to fit our like driveway perfectly. So we got into pickleball a little bit during quarantine. Um, but we are not pickleball players by any means. So it'll be fun to um, go to this tournament, see what, see how we do. Yeah, but we love playing. And that is not the topic of today's episode. Uh, you, know, Melissa and I and the kids were out of town recently. And I. It, it's so interesting. I think sometimes when you look at your life and you start to ask, I wonder why I, I, wonder why I ran into that person randomly. And I wonder why I ran into that person randomly. And I wonder why this happened. And I think sometimes I just don't even think about it. It's just, oh, it's good to catch up with that person and see him. But then I think a lot, most, most times there's no coincidences. And I just had some reminders recently how important it is that we are telling people that they matter and that their lives have meaning and purpose and that they're worth it. And I, I think we underestimate the fact, and I truly believe this, that the majority of the people on this earth, the majority of the people that we interact with on a daily basis, the majority of them question whether or not they matter. They struggle with their self-worth. They struggle to feel like their life has meaning and purpose. And that's just been my experience from young children through teenagers and even as adults. And I just don't think it's a message that people can hear enough. And I think sometimes it's as simple as telling people, telling our kids, telling our spouses, telling ourselves on a regular basis, like, hey, just so you know, like you matter. Just so you know, like your life has meaning and purpose and you make a difference in our family. You make a difference in our, in my life. You make a difference in our French, my friendship, like our friendship, like, and I think we just have to, break through this lie that so many of us buy into that 
that is that we're not supposed to like ourselves, that we're not supposed to think highly of ourselves. And I just don't see any usefulness in that. And so I just, yeah, I just wanted to share that today. And I don't know if there's any profound takeaways that I have to share other than if you haven't told yourself first, if you haven't told your kids, if, you, if you're not telling them on a regular basis, you're not telling other people in your life that are important to you. I think it starts with just simply like telling people and reminding them that they matter, reminding them that their life has worth, reminding them that their life has a meaning and a purpose and that, that them being here on this earth matters way more than they think it does. Could you even say, cause I'm trying to think, you know, if that could be like, that could, if you've never said that before or thought that before, it could feel like I'm not going to tell my kid or my whoever that they matter. It might feel like, well, why not hard to say? I don't know. Why would it feel hard to say on the surface? I mean, I'm sure you have some thoughts, but my thought would be, yeah, it might feel hard to say and you say it anyways. And it's like, but, but think of that. Cause I don't think you're wrong, but think about that. Why is it hard for us to tell people that they matter? Why is it hard for us to tell people that their life has meaning and purpose and they're worth it? Why is it hard for us to tell ourselves that it's just a bunch of BS that like we've bought into. It's like, I would love it to be where it's weird if we don't say that kind of stuff to each other. Mm -hmm. That is true. Why do we, why do we hold a lot of times people that we hold the most dear to us? Yeah. We've talked about this before, but you feel like you can treat them differently or maybe not speak. Yeah. Speak what you see in them. I think you could also say like, I, I was thinking about today, I was having a conversation with, with Tate, our almost 15 year old, and he was just feeling kind of down on himself for some things. And we were just kind of talking through it. And I was like, Tate, I think you're such an awesome kid. You're like such a great kid. You're going to get through this. And I, as I'm sitting here now, I'm like, yeah, how often do I actually tell him, tell him that? If I were to ask him, he probably feels more like, yeah, mom and dad are always just kind of getting after me and <laughs> tell me what I'm not doing. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, why don't I tell him like, Hey, I really like you. You're such an awesome kid. I'm so glad you're part of our family. Yeah. And if you, and if you, and maybe if we're wondering, yeah, but who's going to, who is going to tell them once in a while that they might need to do a little better or they're not doing enough. It's like, well, I can promise you the world's doing enough of that already. <laughs> so maybe we leave, maybe we leave that to the world and we take the responsibility of telling them how much they matter and that, yeah, they are awesome kids. And it doesn't mean that we can't challenge them, right? If we see that they're struggling or not living up to their full potential. And having, yeah, I don't want this to sound like also like, yeah, don't have only tell them how wonderful they are. I'll link to our, an episode we've done in the past that you're referencing about challenging and supporting people. I think we address that. A little bit longer form there, but how you can do both challenge and support. Yeah. And we have a, we have some really good friends who, uh, she went and recently spoke to a group of, um, young girls between the ages of 12 and 18, I would say at a church camp. And her whole message was, I think maybe the message of the whole camp, the summer camp was that you matter. I know that was her specifically. Yeah, and, I think it was the whole, the whole camp focus too. Theme. Oh, that's awesome. And one of her, uh, when she, when she spoke, one of the, one of the things she did was she took this mirror and she took it and held it up in front of each girl and asked them to look in the mirror and give themselves a high five, I think in the mirror. 
And were they supposed to say something positive about themselves or just, just give themselves a high five? I don't know. And she said that there's a lot of girls that couldn't do it. Like they couldn't even bring themselves to look at themselves in the mirror. And I just think we underestimate the pressure that teenagers and adolescents are under and, and the, the, the majority of what they consume is meant to make them feel like they're not enough. The majority of what they consume is meant to make them feel like they're not worthy. The majority of what they consume is meant. It's designed to make them feel like their life doesn't have meaning and purpose because if they can make them feel like that, then they can get them to want certain things and buy certain things and need to look a certain way. It's like, yeah, is it for sales? Is that totally what you think it mostly is for? Yeah. And like with Mark, I mean, think about most marketing and advertising that tries to get us to buy things. It's not like, it's not like it's sending this message of, no, you're so amazing already. If you just want to be a little more amazing, it's like, are you struggling with this? Are you struggling with that? Do you not feel, you know, and, and I could have a whole another conversation about that, but I just think we underestimate how much pressure people feel to, like it's never been easier to compare yourself. It's never been easier to feel inadequate. And I just, yeah, I, I would love for more people to know, like, no, like I, I really matter. My life has a meaning and purpose. Like I, I can make a difference in the world. Like me being here on this earth really matters. Because it starts to get, it starts to go down a really scary path when someone st- starts wondering if they matter. If they stay with that wondering long enough, it usually turns to like believing that they actually don't matter, which then can lead to believing like their life doesn't have meaning and purpose, which then starts to lead to, well, if my life doesn't have meaning and purpose and if I don't matter, then what's the use in being here? <laughs> like that's where that leads for way too many people. And, and then either like the daily living of their life is just a exhaust, exhaustive battle or they eventually don't want to fight the battle anymore and they do leave. It's like, there's no good path like that comes from. And so I think there's so, I mean, there's so many things, it's such a big topic, things I think we can do to help people really believe they matter, really believe their lives have meaning and purpose, really believe that they're worth like a great life. But I think one of the things that a simple exercise could be just start telling people and start telling yourself. And I think that's sometimes a really heavy confronting thing as a parent is to realize like, man, if, if I'm going to help my children believe that they matter and that their life has meaning purpose, I really want to strive for that in my own life. Do you want to share, um, because we, we were talking about this on our on our drive home yesterday, and you kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the conversation about how, you know, you just people come into your lives and you and you cross paths with people. And sometimes, you, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, why, why did I run into this person? Or why in my life was I given the opportunity to have relationships with these with these people? We were talking on our drive home yesterday, just that in your life, like you have been placed in the path of a lot of people that I think have benefited from this message, but it could have maybe, but maybe didn't, um, could have even heard it more often. Do you want to talk any more about like your personal experience with, with people in your life? Yeah. Like I think, you know, I've shared this on the podcast before in various ways, but 
my two older brothers have passed away. I have a, a nephew who's passed away. Other other challenges. And, and when I think about these people in my life, and I think about it all the time, what contributed to them passing away at the heart and center of it. And, and, and it was, you know, the way that my oldest brother passed away, it was, it was different than the way that my brother just older than me passed away. And that was different than my nephew. But at the core, at the center of all three of their lives was, I, I, I know from speaking with each of them, was this just questioning and, and, and believing that their lives didn't matter, that their lives didn't have meaning and purpose, that they weren't worthy of love and, and of a great life. And I think at the, at the core of it for all three of them as well was a lot of guilt and shame because of their past and just could not find a way to forgive themselves. And I think that is one of the, that's one of the biggest things that keeps people trapped and keeps people from believing that they matter and their lives have meaning and purpose is because of mistakes they've made. And it's just, again, that's another lie. Like, you you know, none of us are our past. Our past is, it's in the past for a reason. It's gone. Like, and this idea of like, what if you're not your past? What if your past is just something that happened? And what if your past is actually meant to shape you and teach you lessons so that you can then go out and live a more impactful life and make a bigger difference for more people? And so I think that's one of the things that contributes to this is like, if you've made mistakes in your past, I think you got to realize that the, that the guilt and the shame that you keep dragging around with you from your past isn't contributing in a meaningful way to you or anyone else. And it's probably in a lot of ways preventing you from making the kind of contribution you want that would have you really believe your life matters and has meaning and purpose. And then I think another thing that contributes to it that I saw in some of my, in one of my brothers in particular is I don't feel like he ever felt like he belonged. Like, I don't feel like he ever felt like he was accepted for who he was in, in any kind of situation. And, and it kind of makes me think about sometimes those people who were a little bit, I don't want to call them an outcast, but a little bit just on the fringes. Like, are we reaching out to those people? Are we trying to support them? Like, what are we doing to help them feel like they belong? And then when we know someone's struggling, do we shun them or do we show up for them? And I know there's a fine line, like, in showing up, but... Yeah, I've just I've just been around so many interesting s- situations where it just, and then just like even this past weekend, I ran into two different people who I hadn't seen in years, and randomly met up, saw them, and one of them we we caught up, and oh, so good to see you. Oh yeah, I'm so good to see you. Tell your parents hello, and and then as I'm walking away, it's almost like this woman she felt compelled to tell me, said, yeah, we've been really having a hard week. Um, someone really close to you know our family took their life and left behind a husband and some young children and a family. And it's just like, so I, I just keep having in my life. And I, and, I, and then I talk to another person who I can tell just questions constantly if the world and their family would be better off without them here, which is another lie that people buy into, right? Like the world would be better off. And yeah. And I think at the core of that is, Look, someone who believes that they matter, someone who believes their life has some type of meaning and purpose, someone who believes that they are worthy of something, I don't think that that same person also at the same time believes that their life, the world would be better off without them here. And I'm not saying you're always winning the battle 100%. There may be days where 
51% of you, just a little bit more than not believes that your life has a meaning and purpose. Or maybe some days 5% of you, but like at least that's something to hold on to, you know? And I know that might sound overly simplistic, but my experience has been you tell you you do tell someone that they matter and that their life has meaning and purpose and that they can make a difference and like them being them being in the world matters. That is foreign to them. They've rarely if ever had anyone in their life speak that way to them. So I just yeah, I wouldn't underestimate the power of just telling people. That's a place to start, at least. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's a whole lot of uh, takeaways from this, but maybe it's just you tell those closest to you like that they matter and when, why they matter to you and tell them about the difference they make by being in your life and help them, help them start to believe that their life really does have meaning and purpose. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you. You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed because of the demands that are placed on them. They feel like they're constantly being pulled in so many different directions and spread thin and they're spending time as a family, but they don't feel like it's quality time. They're not really connected and they want to be more intentional. And we can certainly relate because we felt like that at one point in in our family. And so we created a guide that allowed us to really be more confident around how we spend time as a family and what we say yes to and what we say no to. And it's just brought so much more peace into our home. It's made our lives so much more simple. And we want to share it with you. So if you go to familybrand.com forward slash free, you can download the how to take back your family's time guide. And I can promise you, it'll give you more confidence and more peace in your life and in your family. One last thing. We feel so inspired when we hear from families that we are making a difference for them. We would love it if you would leave us a five-star rating and a review on the podcast so we can reach even more amazing families. We truly believe that the way we change the world is one family at a time.